0: Welcome to Is This Love? podcast brought to you by your relationship specialist and neuropsychotherapist Joe Wilson of The Confidant Counselling. Great relationships make us healthier, happier and can even extend your life. Enjoy my strategies to navigating love along with other experts in my field on this podcast. You can find all my weekly newspaper column articles at theconfidantcounseling.com. thanks to all for your support and feedback on is this love podcast and more than ever do we need to stockpile relationship solutions during a pandemic this is a time like no other before and it just seemed really pertinent to discuss and write about the power of touch and then it led into fur and feathers as well so here in Australia sadly we were already in the grip of a mental health crisis it was caused by trends in our society that features shrinking households, a greater tendency to be more mobile which severs those good old fashioned neighbourly friendships, as well as the rate of separation and divorce. We've got a decreasing birth rate and we can compensate with pets, which isn't all bad, and not to mention the infotech boom which has us feeling more connected than ever before, but also more apart than each other. Thank goodness for technology that is a lifeline for many who are living alone during this pandemic. So as a human race, you've heard me say it before, but we are designed relationally. We thrive on an interaction with others. And here in Australia, loneliness is said to be in the top three social challenges. When we feel loved and secure and attached to the people in our surroundings, we flourish. So look beyond the real symptoms of anxiety, And you'll see the social fragmentation behind it. In my experience, loneliness and disconnection is the root cause of addictions. And I really enjoyed these discussions with social researcher Hugh McKay, um, where a lot of these words were inspired when we had our interview with him last year on Salt Radio. So whilst it's all not bad that we can use technology as a force for good, such as teleconferencing platforms to host a book club or craft or watch parties, chat groups, birthday parties online, exercise competitions, this is all really great. But what it doesn't cater for is touch. And I was reminded by a client who was incarcerated for two years. And he painfully described the devastating impact of the warmth and reassurance that we all take for granted for just a pat on the back that says, it'll be okay, or rub on the arm to say, I'm here with you, let alone that oxytocin-inducing six-second hug. So my mum realised the power of connection from holding hands throughout 60 years of marriage until dad died, and she still misses that so much. We don't realise how much touch communicates positive emotions such as joy, love, gratitude and sympathy. And consider those elderly and isolated or unwell without the language of touch. It's super sad that I'm hearing about isolated virus-stricken patients dying alone, quarantined in hospitals without their loved ones. And so in the counselling room. It, real, it made me realise I've become so accustomed to individuals rating themselves so poorly when they realise that their cat or dog receives a far greater attentive loving greeting than their intimate partner. That unconditional love from your ball of furry goodness that doesn't whine about the unwashed dishes is inexplicable joy. So being forced to walk an energetic dog longing for some action is a clear benefit. And I'll even include those who pop that cat or small designer pup into that pram are still out exercising their lungs for the greater good. So, dog owners can continue to enjoy socialisation here at the doggy park or on the beach, all in the name of exercise, get some fresh air, and whilst getting physically fit, and they can still meet that six feet social distancing suggestion. And so, it seems that various research over the decades lack conclusive evidence that owning a pet translates to mental health it makes complete sense that pet owners would have higher levels of self-esteem and less fearful and lonely. Those that consider their pet as a family member do benefit immensely from the love and connection that that brings. So During fearful times of doomsday reports and social distancing and isolation, those that live around, alone or in a small household can enjoy the sense of purpose that pets contribute to experience the warm snuggle of a larger pet or a hungry, chirping budgie, all contribute to a sense of belonging and purpose that otherwise could contribute to spiraling, loneliness and depression. So make sure that you do reach out and cuddle your pet. Just acknowledge the power of touch wherever you can get it from those in your household and reassure each other if you are living with other people. For those living alone, make sure in the absence of a pet or people that you do continue to take the advantage of the phone um, and especially during those difficult times when you're wanting to acknowledge some difficult information or something that you're not sure about that you've heard on in the news and clarify that. Punch those words out and speak them. And don't let the melting pot in your head overtake you with overthinking and worry and concerns that can be shared with someone else. So until next week, we're going to be focusing on the self-discipline required not to spiral into too much technology during this phase of a pandemic. So I look forward to sharing that with you. And thanks again for listening and really appreciate your great reviews.